The best gifts are not material, but spiritual, not temporal, but eternal, and not earthly, but heavenly. In the book of Ephesians, we discover a rich list of what God has given to His children. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open this portion of Scripture and take inventory of all spiritual blessings that are ours in Christ. We return today to God's run-on sentence. If you were with us in the last study, I said to you that Ephesians 1, verses 3 through 14, in the language of Paul's day, the language in which this passage was first written, is one continuous run-on sentence. Now, grammar teachers would say, oh, we, we need to do something here. We need to adjust this a little bit. But no, no, don't mess with God's structure. Why? Why is it important that this was all connected, that it was one continuous, unbroken thought? Well, for one, because it all goes together. The theme is all connected. The, the, the tone is all the same. It's all about this great truth, this great spiritual blessing that we've been made part of the family of God. But I've been reflecting on it, just thinking on it. Why would God use this, even this grammatical structure? He doesn't do anything by accident. Why would he do that? I believe he uses this one long, uh, exhausting sentence. It just goes on and on and on and on and on because you cannot fully describe the depth of what we have as members of the family of God. This run-on sentence reminds us that there are blessings without end, that there is no way to fully describe in, in our language, all that an infinite God has made accessible to us. I hope you've been reading this section of Scripture because I want to point something out to you today that is fascinating to me. If you look at Ephesians 1, 3 through 14, all the spiritual blessings, I pointed this out the other day, the Father's there, the Son is there, and the Spirit is there, but there really is a divine order. There's a, there's a beautiful progression of truth here. For example, we begin in verses 3, 4, and 5 with the spiritual blessings of the Father. Verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of of his will. Do you see? It's about the Father. Uh, the Father's choosing us. The Father's predestinating us. The Father's adopting us. Uh, the good pleasure of the Father's will. It, it all brings us back to the, to the goodness of God, to a loving Heavenly Father. And basically, he describes here what our Father's plan is. Our Father's plan first is to give us Jesus' record. He's made us accepted in the Beloved. He put Jesus' good name and good nature on our account. Thank God for that. Bless the Lord. And then not only to give us Jesus' record, but then to make us more like Jesus. That was what he predestinated us to. He predestinated it that every one of us who comes into the family of God would be made more and more and more like the Lord Jesus Christ. You're in the family, and the Father's will is for you to be more like the perfect son. And by the way, in most families, everybody says, oh, yes, uh, mama has a favorite. Daddy has a favorite. 
Uh, he's perfect. She's perfect. Well, that's not true in these earthly families. That's just perception. But in the heavenly family, it is true. There is one favored son. He is the perfect one. He's the only begotten one, the eternal son, the Lord Jesus. And the Father wants you to know him and to be like him. And I love the fact here he uses this word adoption of children. Only two ways you can come into a family, either by birth or by adoption. And in fact, when you come into the Father's family, you come through both means. You are born again and you are adopted, which means uh, you have all of the blessings of both of those experiences. That you have the new birth, so you have new nature, but you also have the privilege of saying, I've been adopted, which means you have been chosen. So we see here God's work uh, to bring us to himself, and we also see uh, the, the believing heart responding to the work of grace. Oh, isn't it wonderful? It all brings us back to the Heavenly Father. So you got the blessings of the Father. Then in verses 6 through 12, you have the blessings of the Son. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. Remember, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. We are accepted in the beloved. And then he says this, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we've obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. When you trust in Jesus Christ, you not only get all the blessings that the Father had planned for you and the good will of the Father, but you get all the good things connected to the Son. Here's the blessings of the Son. Look at it. Make the list in your Bible. In verse number 6, uh, you get grace. You get acceptance. In verse number 7, you get redemption through his blood. You get your sins forgiven. You get the riches of his grace. In verse 8, you get wisdom. You get prudence. I mean, honestly, you can't beat being a Christian. When you got the Lord Jesus Christ, you got it all. Hebrews 6 verse 9 talks about the things that accompany salvation. Look, you didn't just get enough to do you, just enough to eke by. No, friends, you got God's abundance in the person of Jesus Christ. So you got the blessings of the Father in verses 3 through 5, the blessings of the Son in verses 6 through 12, and then that brings us to the blessings of the Spirit in verses 13 and 14. Listen to them. In whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest or the down payment of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Friend, you got the blessing of the Father, the blessing of the Son, and now the blessing of the Spirit. What did the Holy Spirit bring to your heart? He brought the divine seal. He brought the assurance. He brought the the divine record. God set his mark on you, and nothing and no one can ever change that. In fact, God uses a profound word here, the earnest of the inheritance. The inheritance is coming, friends. Oh, yes, you're going to get it all. We're going to be at the Father's house very soon. There's a, there's a big family reunion being planned. I hope you're planning to be there with us. But until 
uh, that full redemption comes, until the full redemption of the purchased possession, until you get a new body, until you're with the Lord in the Father's house, right now you get the down payment, and it's a really good down payment. You get the down payment of the Holy Spirit. Think of this. What you have right now is just a little insight into much more to come. Eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard. It has not entered into the heart of man the things that God hath prepared for them that love him. Oh, friend, for the believing, for the child of God, the best is yet to come. God always saves the best for last. So what are these spiritual blessings? Well, we've established already that it's a blessing to be a member of the family of God. But I want to point out to you that you get the blessings of each member of the Godhead. The blessings of the Father, the blessings of the Son, and the blessings of the Holy Spirit. I wonder if even now you'd just pause for a moment wherever you are and say to the Father, I love you. Thank you for letting me be your child. And say to the Son, Jesus, I love you. Thank you for dying for me and saving me. And would you speak to the Holy Spirit who lives in you and say, Holy Spirit, I love you. Thank you for bringing all spiritual blessings into my life. Isn't it amazing what God has made available for His people? Our sincere prayer is that you will discover all that God has for you and be led to true thanksgiving, worship, and praise. Join us again next time as we continue our study of the Word of God. Until then, thank you for listening. We would love to hear how God is at work in your heart and home. Visit us today at enjoyingthejourney.org.